Warning, this con report contains adult language, mature situations, special guest stars, anime and manga news, lots of cosplay, and an overstimulated Xan. Listener discretion is advised. of the Sparkin' Con Report. I'm your host, Zan, dead fucking tired. Sorry for the language, but it's the truth. It's been a long, long weekend, and I am tired. I'm exhausted, and well, I'm probably going to take about a week to edit this, and I'm probably going to do another entry into this later on with some of the other co-hosts. But, I have just returned from Otakon 2013, the 20th in the series, and honestly, it was an amazing blast. I had an amazing time, but before we get further into it, remember, I'm your host, Zan. Uh, you can check out any of our earlier episodes in Con Reports at www.sparkin.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, and several other social media sites. All you need to do is check out our show notes to find out where we're at at a certain time and how to contact us. Now, if you want to be nice, you can check out our Amazon store, amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash Spirekin to buy some of our previously reviewed stuff so we could get better equipment, more stuff, and since one of our mics is dying, we can get a new mic. I'd appreciate it. Now that the shameless plugging is done, let's get to the thing we're talking about, and that is, like I said, Otakon 2013, the 20th convention of this prestigious and long-running anime convention, which is centered on anime. It's not like New York Comic Con where it's like, yeah, we're going to have other stuff, but blah. This is focused on the aspect of what we love, which is anime, manga, cosplay, and Japanese culture in general. Now, the first time that Otakon happened was in July 29th, 1994 through the 31st. And they didn't expect it to be this big. They didn't have a lot of guests. They had maybe five guests, and it wasn't that big. And now it's one of the biggest conventions on the East Coast. It's pretty much always held at the Baltimore Convention Center, and this is my first year ever going. Now... I stayed at a friend's house, and, you know, it was okay, and that was in Jersey, and then I drove all the way to Baltimore to get there by 8 a.m. to get the press registration, and I'll tell you this, it was a long haul, and I spent a lot of money on tolls, 
going home, I found another way that didn't have any tolls, which is the way I'm going to go next time, even though it's a little longer, but it was less mileage, surprisingly. But I digress. I get there. I already see the places hopping. There's people already online. It's already jazz. You can tell this town is full of otaku who are ready to have a blast. And I was just... You felt that vibe, and it's been a while since I felt that vibe, and I was getting jazzed, but you know, I was dead tired. So, I go into the Sheridan, which is next door to the convention center, to go to the press pass, and I'm one of the first people there, and they say, Hey, how you doing? What's your name? And I say, Hi, I'm Zan, Spirekin Manga Review, Movie Review and Game Review and Con Review. I'm here to review the con. Um, where do I sign up? Where to get my press pass? Okay, here you go. Here's your press pass, and here is a free journal for you to write in, which had the Otakon logo with the 20th anniversary, a free pen, a free bag with press material, and to top it off, I got a 20th anniversary Otakon mug, which I'm currently looking at right now. I was going to fill it up with coffee, but I'm still jazzed up and I do have to work tomorrow, so, you know, well, it's in, sorry, nine hours, so I don't want to say too jazzed up. I want to get this done quick and fast and easy, and I just, you know, I want to cover more, but I'm just so, it was such a great event. I mean, it's been a while since I've gone to a con where the atmosphere just gets to you and you feel invincible, invulnerable, indestructible, and you have fun. It would have been more fun, yes, if my cadre of co-hosts was there with me to share in this, or if I stayed a day longer, if I had more time. But it wasn't that bad. It was great walking around, taking pictures, and seeing people, and interacting with other fans, sort of, because... One of the big things I noticed at this convention compared to other ones is there was a lot of people using their DSs for Street Pass. I mean, I'd be waiting online for a panel or a movie premiere, and I'd be like, hey, how you doing? And they're sitting there on the Street Pass just... Like, you okay? You having fun? The next one, I see a guy who's playing back and forth against his friend. Okay, that's cool. They're playing against each other. How you guys doing? Nothing? Really? I mean, I understand we're geeks, but still, I mean, social, you know, we're in a place where we're supposed to be social. Talk to each other. What the hell? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's going to be a stressful thing, but you know what? Whatever. It happened. It's crazy. It is what it is. We still had a blast, all of us. And there were a lot of people who were willing to talk to me, and I was able to talk to them, get some information, and made a couple new friends, and people who hopefully are listening to the podcast. And... So, like I said, this is the 20th anniversary, so it's a big deal. And you'd think, oh, 20th anniversary, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Hell yes, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, besides the fact you had your regular con attendees like Kyle Herbert, Crispin Freeman, Shingo Adachi, here's the big deal. Yoko Kano and Shinichiro Watanabe of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo Flame were going to be there. So it was already crazy. People were all psyched to get into the Yoko Kano concert. And to top it off, before Yoko Kano, my personal favorite band, which I didn't go to see because I'm an idiot, TM Revolution was there. I felt like a jerk. I was like, oh my god, TM Revolution, can I get in? Yeah, the press passes for the concert sold. Ah, mother... Ah. Because I forgot to say, my hotel was six miles away. So I had to leave early to get in, and I wasn't able to get my press pass. But... Still, that hotel still was full of a lot of con attendees, and we were having a good time. And apparently there was a big room party I should have went to and had a blast, but I was dead tired that first day. I was like, Zan needs sleep, Zan zombie. But, so I get there, and I see all the people who are walking around. I got lots of pictures that are going to be up on the website of all these interesting people, and I'm sitting there, and immediately, 
see some of the panels as I walk around, and I go to one of the big ones. The first one I went to was WeCon, Therefore We Are, which is being uh, presented by someone I've met and had Doctor Who rants about, Charles Dunbar of at Study of Anime on Twitter, who is an anthropologist who studies anime, does lots of great panels at Anime Next, and seeing him there was really cool to hear him talk about why we con, what the reason is, and then to top it off. Just to top it off. Someone I've only spoke to on the internet, over Skype, or via texting, I saw for the first time, and I actually talked to him for like an hour. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Daryl Surratt of Anime World Order, and Gerald Rathgold at Anime World Order, and I saw Dave and Joel, and Aaron and Noah, and so many other podcasting friends. So it was awesome to see everyone together in one place. And it was really cool. And also Mike Tool was there. So literally it was a great hangout session. It was pretty cool. We kind of, for we are, was a very intriguing panel. It was about um, why conventions have changed the way they are and the history and pretty much why we do what we do. And it was pretty intelligent discussion. And I had a blast listening to this. Also, a lot of the people who were there, we were talking, we had a good time. There was another panel afterwards, but unfortunately, because of the timing, and because I'm a little tired, I'm, I can't remember it. I was looking, I was like, what was it? It was one of the filler ones, because this panel got canceled, so this was a filler one. But I can't remember for the life of me. So I'll remember later, hopefully, when we talk with, I'm thinking I'm going to do it with Mystery Girl and Ray's, but we'll see. So, did them. You know, went there. Then afterwards, I went to see... One of my, Evan Minto, and, well, of course I had to see Vinny, because Vinny Avarello, he's been on this podcast enough times, and he's a cool guy. He was doing a science and anime panel, which they're talking about real science used in anime. And go to the panel, we sit down, looks good, the room's nice, it's decent. And Oh, before I forget, walking around that place was fucking insane. I've never been to the... Baltimore Convention Center, but it was literally jam-packed with people. It was just like, okay, in order to go to the panels, you have to go across this sky bridge and make a left. And if you want to go this way, you got to go downstairs to the right. And first day, I couldn't even find the, the dealer room. So that was a waste. I was like, Bleh. but either way, I didn't have a lot of money because payday was... Anyway, I digress. So we go in, and I'm listening to this very in-depth discussion on science and anime, and it was well put together. The execution was a little lacking, but I'm guessing this was a first-time panel for them collaborating, because I heard that they had picked it up from another person. So it's, you know, they're covering for this guy, and maybe they didn't do it as well, maybe it didn't work out, but the response of the audience wasn't that great. Still, I enjoyed it. I found it very fascinating, and also seeing lots of series I've never heard of which talk about science, and also watching Pat Labor and them talking about the science of resonance was pretty cool. So, after that, got some food, walked around, checked out a lot of the people, saw some of the other sites, saw some of the video rooms, which still looked pretty full, which I was surprised at, because most con conventions, you go to the video room, it's empty. There were people actually in the video room. It was awesome. So, like I said, walk around, check out, check out, and then I go to my hotel, and because I was so tired, I literally passed out at 8 o'clock, which for me is usually early, early evening. That's never sleep time. Sleep time for me is 2 a.m., so I was like... I'm fucking tired. Good night. So, next morning, Saturday, I wake up, ready to go, ready to rock, and I immediately go to the con. It's already packed and crazy. And as I walk around, I say, you know what, I'm going to go through this entrance instead of this entrance. So I go into the side entrance, and I end up in the gamer room section, also where all the cosplayers have decided, this is where we're going to 
steak. This is our area to take our pictures and do our stuff. And it was by the fountain, which was turned off because apparently there was a prank or something. I didn't know it was Thursday, something happened. I didn't really pay attention. But we're walking around and you see all the different people dress up. You have a lot of Elizabeths there, a lot of Bookers, some Marios. You have a lot of X-13s, a lot of comic characters, and a lot of game characters, but there's so many interesting cosplays. I mean, you had four guys walking around as the Pokemon games. I mean, the cartridges, dressed up as cartridges, walking around. You had people dressed up as Miyazaki characters. You had people dressed up as Gundams. You had a lot of Creepers, and you had a Pedal Bear. And the creepiest picture I ever saw, there were four girls dressed up as the Powerpuff Girls, and I think Princess... The princess from that show. Sitting there talking on the floor. Now, next to them there was a column. Next to the column was Pedal Bear peeking over. Now, behind Pedal Bear was Slender Man. And then next to Slender Man was another Slender Man looking at him. So it's like, whoa, this is just one of those what the fuck's pictures. Still, pretty cool. And the funniest thing of all is the Pedal Bear I later found out. I see him holding up a little girl on Sunday. I'm like, what the fuck? Pedal Bear is really a pedophile? And his wife is next to him and it actually turns out that that's actually his daughter. But still, the fact that you see Pedal Bear with a little girl in his hand, they're like, what the f- That's creepy. But, again, like I said. So I get there, I check out the gaming room and I meet a girl there who's dressed up as Princess Jasmine and we talk a little bit. She's really cute. Um, so we talk a bit. I go around, check out some of the games. You have a lot of retro games, some of the new stuff like Watch Dogs. You have a lot of the Capcom vs. Tatsunoko, you have some of the DJ games from Japan, you have Guitar Hero played by a bunch of old guys. It was pretty cool, even though the lights were off for a while. When I got there, there were no lights on. They were just the game lights. I was like, have these guys been here all day? And then I'm leaving, the lights go on. And I see, before I go, four guys dressed up as Luigi, just chilling out. I'm like, what the hell? And one of them has a little stuffed Mario with a noose around his neck. So I'm like, I gotta take this picture. That's gonna be the picture in the actual show notes for this, because it's just like, what the hell is this crap? Four Luigi's and a Mario getting hung. That's awesome. So I leave there, walk off, and I go to Daryl's panel of anime in 15 minutes. Yes. This is a pretty fun panel, because it's literally a bunch of anime which are shorts, and it's quick and to the point. There's some, a little bit of coolness, a little bit of sadness. You have a lot of references, and also just hearing Daryl, be Daryl, is just pretty cool. I think I recorded part of it, so I'm going to check my recorder, make sure it's all good. Oh, speaking of which, I found my recorder. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever. I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, my recorder's here. So I found it, so I was able to record. Awesome. So I recorded that, that was cool. You had a lot of old Tezuka animes, like the one which is jumping, of just going jump, and jump, and jump. Oh, fuck, now I remember. The one on Sunday, which I'm, uh, not Sunday, on Friday, which I forgot was Obscure Anime. These are insanely rare and obscure animes you've never heard of. It was run by Mike Tool. It was very cool. So, that one was a lot of things you haven't heard of and a lot of just very experimental films. It was pretty cool. Definitely email Mike to get the list. But, so, went to anime in 15 minutes. Was pretty cool. And ironically, the person I was sitting next to was the Jasmine girl. We met her and her friend. We're talking a bit. I'm not going to give her name, unfortunately, but as we're talking, things are going good. She even says, hey, you want to get lunch afterwards? And I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. I mean, I have to go to Vertical Inks panel, but maybe I'll skip it for this. And as we're talking, she says, well, I'm starting college now. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I realize, yeah. I mean, some of you guys don't know how old I am. I'm, I just became 30 recently, about a year ago. So I'm 31, 
still act like I'm 27 or 25, but and I look younger than I do. But still, the fact is I'm willing to date a certain progression, but that's... She was just legal, but still, I don't want to mess with that just yet. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool, but she's also talking about how her mom dropped her off, so I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to try pursuing that, even though you're really cool, and but here's the deal. If you're listening to this podcast, I gave you the card. Um... Would like to meet you again, definitely, and if you get a car, and you're totally up for it, I mean, in a year, you know, because maybe, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. No, that makes you sound kind of creepy, but whatever, it happens. We'll see. When you're 19, maybe, 20, maybe, but I doubt you'll be interested. But anyway, I digress. So, from there, went to the Vertical Link panel. And first off, the fact that Ed Chavez is dressed up as... Ramble Ra from Mobile Suit Gundam, that's pretty fucking badass. I was really shocked at that, and I was like, holy shit on a stick. I, I just couldn't believe it. It was just crazy. And you see all the other Shars there, and everyone is like, oh my god, this is crazy. There's so many Gundam people here. And of course, the reason why they're there is because Vertical Inc. is going to be releasing their third volume of Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin. And to top it off... Rebel Raw's on the cover. So it's pretty cool. I mean, you had a lot of good releases coming out. I mean, uh, Satoshi Khan's Tropic of the Sea you have released. You have a, a thing called Pink coming out, which we've discussed. It's one about the pink crocodile that eats peep men. And pink crocodile may be a metaphor for something else. You have Into the New World coming out. You have this new Yaoi title coming out. And, of course, more to Sweet Home. Unfortunately, this is the last time that he, Ed said that he was going to have blackjack for a while so i picked up as much as i can when i saw him later at the dealer's room because i was like i need my my last of my blackjack and i need some more gto i think i'm gonna pick up the rest of the series well on amazon or something but i got more gto the 14 days in shonen and but it was a very good panel a lot of good reception and as i'm sitting there talking to linda i'm talking to Vinny, who he's cool and he says, you know there's another panel going on, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? There's a secret panel, which not a lot of people know about, but I've got a little bit of a inside scoop on it. I was like, okay, what's the panel on? It's uh the MAPPA panel. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The MAPPA panel? What's going on with that? No, no, no. Moriyama's going to do something. Now, for those who don't know, Masao Moriyama was the former studio head of Studio Madhouse. He left to create Studio MAPPA, and they do a lot of very... They're the... It company for anime, and they're pretty well diverse in their designs. And you have to admit, they're really cool. Like, you know, Studio Madhouse did Redline, and that was under Moriyama's direction, so they're doing a lot of cool stuff. So I was like, okay, I gotta go check this out, even though I wanted to get online for one of the concerts and get some food. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go to this panel. So I go to this panel, and it is one of the most amazing panels I've ever been to. I mean, yes, it's a Japanese guest, and most times there's not a lot of people there. There was all podcasters, all people we knew. We were all just chilling out and listening. But here's the big thing, though. There was a lot of just... There were three videos shown. Now, unfortunately, due to certain reasons, I cannot reveal anything about these videos. Suffice to say that one of them hadn't been shown for over two years and was only shown one other time to a private party for certain reasons. The second video was one which was shown on TV. It was a promotional piece. And the third one, well, 
It shows a certain person in a light that should not be revealed, but I'm not going to get into it. But it was a very in-depth and intriguing panel. And also, meeting the guys from the Awesome Cast was cool, even though everyone was playing Street Pass. They're like, hey, listening, listening, Street Pass, Street Pass, Street Pass, listening, 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 Street Pass, Street Pass. Apparently, according to one of them, when I was talking to them later, they were able to get a million Street Passers just sitting there. I was like, a million people just by sitting, what the fuck? Head just blew. I was like, that's fucking crazy. From there, I went off to get some food. You know, I went to the local mall, and ironically, I'd been to the mall earlier, many years ago, for a party, but... So I got some food there, came back, uh, ended up stopping quickly by the Shinichiro Watanabe panel, because he was revealing his new big title! Because, yes, for those who don't know, Shinichiro Watanabe is the guy who brought us Samurai Champloo and Cowboy Bebop, and Kids on the Slope. And he's working with... Yoko Kano again, so we're like, oh my god, what is this new series? What is it? What is it? Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, please, for the love of fucking god, tell us! And he did. It's called Space Dandy. Apparently, it is 80% comedy, 20% action. Or is it 90% comedy, 20% action? But it looks crazy and out there, and I can't wait to see more about it. I am just psyched to see this series and find out more about it. So we're going to see where it goes, what happens, what it does. But... That isn't what my highlight of that day was. No, not at fucking all. Because, after getting food and after seeing that, I walked around a bit, went to the dealer's room, chilled out, and then I was like, okay, what's next? Alright, I have the the sake panel, or anime's craziest deaths. So I start walking towards where the sake panel is. I see the line. It is insanely long, and it's in an hour. So I was like, fuck it. So, and anime's craziest deaths is in three hours. I see the line for anime's craziest deaths. I'm on the line for three hours, and the line was already wrapped around the hallway. It was fucking crazy. It was completely and utterly filled. And for those who don't know, Anime's Craziest Deaths is something that Daryl Surratt runs, and is insanely popular and crazy. Just the most bizarre and disturbing deaths ever. Now, once I got in, we saw a lot of very realistic things, including Garbage Day, Dumb Ways to Die, uh promotional video on what not to do at work or you'll die a horrible death then the videos were, kept coming and it got more and more gory and more and more just crazy and if any of you know about the anime series Azura, it's a movie it looks amazing and I want to see this, if anyone can tell me where to to see this, if there's a, a Region 3 Blu-ray or something else, let me know zanspyrkin.com because it looks awesome and it was just spectacular to see all this craziness and just Hearing all the laughter and just being a part of a anime's craziest deaths. And afterwards, I was bullshitting with Daryl, and we just kept walking. We went to the Anime News Network panel where him and Mike Tool were going to be discussing. They left, and um, it's now 2 in the morning. I'm a little tired. But, me being me, I say, you know what? I want to stay up a little more and see some more of the culture. So, I get in line for the dance party, the rave. I put my bag down, and I get in, and I will tell you this now. It was fun, it was crazy, and I wish I was drunk to go there, because I think it would have been a blast to be there drunk, dancing with a cute girl um, who's wearing all rave gear. Apparently I saw her the next day, and I recognized her, and it was kind of slight, and if you're listening, I am sorry, I was just kind of tired, but I had fun, and I should have stayed longer, maybe, this, that, and the other thing. I know, you're like, wait, Zan, we don't want to hear about your, you talking to and almost hitting on girls. It's not interesting, it's not cool. But hey, those are fun aspects for me, and it was a fun time. 
So, get there, and I was like, you know what, it's 3 in the morning, I do have a room which has my clothes in it, and I have to check out tomorrow morning, and they have free breakfast, so let me go back to my room. So, drive home, well, not home, drive to the hotel, no one's up, I crash, go to sleep, now it's Sunday. Sunday, 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 pretty much, very light itinerary, get up, walk around, check some of the stuff out, there's no... A lot going on, but not too much. Everyone's still cooling down. Some people are staying an extra day. Some people are sleeping in. And I go to the panel to the west. That's Mike Tool's last panel. He's dead tired because apparently he was drinking all night. And I heard rumors about his his party on Thursday that um, he had a room party where actually they canceled it. They said, yeah, you got cut down or we're going to cut you off. So he was having a blast the entire weekend. So we went there. We had fun to the panel to the west, which is a discussion on Journey to the West. And all the anime that's been inspired by it. I'm surprised though that he didn't use the Paprika image, but he used a lot of very cool images of from Journey Device, including the the Monkey Magic show, which is cool. I know I'm using cool out, but you know I'm kind of excited about this. And so, like I said, it's for those who don't know, and I usually don't say this, but it is currently two in the morning. I'm home. I'm surprised no one's knocking at the window saying, "Shut the fuck up, Zed!" But you know, whatever. It is really late. So, went there, had a good time. Then I went off to do the one other thing I did want to see, which was see the live-action Roni Kenshin movie. Because I'm a huge fan of Roni Kenshin. It's one of my top ten series. And I wait online. i like the third person online. I wait online. Wait online for three hours. As I'm waiting, I see, I think the girl from the rave the night before gave, smiled and gave me a dirty look because I didn't recognize her. I see this guy who's walking around with a little portable... Almost like a stroller with him that he's walking that's following him. And it's playing, um, from Mulan, um, to be a man. Be a man, be as strong as the tallest mountain. And as he's singing this, he's singing this, and there's a guy following him. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And this is about an hour into my waiting. He comes back around 20 minutes later with 20 guys following him. About 30 minutes later, he comes back around again because the parents walk around the entire convention. And now he has oh, about 40 people with him. By the end, by the time they let us into the movie to see it, I swear to freaking goodness, he had at least 400 people all singing, Be a man! Or singing, And I would walk 500 miles, And I would walk 500 more. It was interesting. Now, the Roroni Kenshin live-action movie was perfect. It was awesome. It was violent. The characters were depicted amazingly. True, I would have liked more Saito and more Sanosuke, but you had just the right amount of everything. And when it gets released over here in the United States, because Warner Brothers did pick it up, when it gets released, I am buying that shit. I'm buying it on Blu-ray and on DVD, and I'm buying it for my friends like I did for Redline, because it is... It was a great story, and I'm going to be reviewing that when I eventually review Roroni Kenshin, because I've been wanting to do that for a while. And I don't care if I have to for episode 200 set it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way to review it both at the same time so we can have fun with it. But again, after that, con is done. I walked to where I had to park. Oh, speaking of which, parking there was a bitch. Day one, thirty dollars. Day two, eight dollars. Day three, uh, twenty-four dollars. Next time, find a place right next to the con, park there, and leave my car there for a week. That's what I'm going to fucking do. But 
go there, just relax, chill out, and go home. Before I forget, the last things is that I found out because in some of the news, got the date for next year's Otakon, which I'm definitely going to apply press pass for, and hopefully they give it to me. More importantly than that, in three years, or 2017, uh, Otakon is moving. It's no longer going to be in Baltimore. They are moving to Washington, D.C. Why? Because they felt they got too big for this convention center, because it was packed. It was crazy. They want to fit better. Now, I don't know about that, though, because a bunch of otakus walking around D.C. might be really cool, but also might be a bad idea. I don't know. We'll see. They won the bidding. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it's amazing and great. But overall, Otakon is something that, if you're an anime or manga fan, I highly recommend. It's fun. It's different. And unlike an industry convention, you have fun. I was there alone, and I had a blast. My friends and me were there. We would have been completely crazy. We would have been to every little nook and cranny, like, hey, look at that! Look at that! What the, what the, what the? We would have had a blast. It was fun. It was different. It had an energy about it, which most cons, I've noticed, like, Anime X kind of has it, but not to this degree. It's like so much energy and so much fun. And it's crazy. And just, it's its own little microcosm. And it's something like, this is something you look forward to every year, because it is that cool. This is like... I've heard Dragon Cons like this, but no, this seems much more, I don't know, just, it seems like home almost. And that's the thing, it's one of those conventions which you feel like you've come home, that there are people who are like you, that you can talk to, that you can understand. And that's amazing. I I can't really talk anymore about that aspect, but it's a con I recommend highly, and it was one of the best on cons I've been to. True, the layout was a little weird at first. Once you got it, it was good. The staffers were all psyched and happy to be there, and they were helpful. They were fun, and they, they knew what they were doing, and they were dead on their feet. But they it's not like when you went to New York Comic Con where the staffers didn't give a shit. These staffers tried, and they cared, and it showed. Because this is a labor of love for these people, and that's... The staff, you guys did amazing. The con was amazing. It's, it's just it's a great convention. That's all I'm going to really say about it, but... Definitely, guys, if you have a chance, check out Otakon. Check out my pictures. And remember, you could ask me any questions at zanspyrokin.com. Or if you saw me there, email me, zanspyrokin.com. Next year, I'm going to be bringing more buttons. And hopefully, I'll get some of the other guys to show up and have fun. Take the day off. It's totally a great vacation. Thanks, guys. And um, this is Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time. Later. <laughs>